Hey, Meet Cute listeners, we are Likewise, a recommendation app for TV shows, movies, books, and podcasts used by millions of romance fans just like you. Everyone has a romance trope they can't get enough of. Whether you're into dark romantic fantasies, enemies to lovers, or slow burns, you can discover more of it on Likewise. You can search for specific genres, tropes, or themes and instantly get recommendations picked specifically for you. Download the Likewise app today. Chapter 2. Tired of being alone. This was bad. Worse than Amy could have ever imagined. Somehow, through a devastating series of assumptions and misunderstandings, she'd gone too far in her friendship with Tanya. She'd crossed a line that felt, well, permanent. And now, she was alone to pick up the pieces. But Amy was tired of being alone. She needed Tanya in her life. She simply couldn't imagine the future without her there. Why had she read Tanya's diary? In the moment, it felt so necessary. It had seemed so urgent, like the right thing to do, the heroic action of a best friend. That's how she had felt then. Now, she just felt like a fool. When she closed her eyes, all Amy could see was the look on Tanya's face as she'd confronted her. She had seen Amy reading it through the cracked bedroom door. How long had Tanya been there? Amy had no idea, but it was long enough. When Amy tried to say she had just picked it up, was trying to figure out what the notebook was, Tanya, with tears in her eyes, had replied, I know you're lying. Amy felt a pang in her chest as she remembered how poorly she handled the situation. How she lashed out instead of immediately apologizing. How she had acted like a child. Something she ironically always accused Tanya of doing. Ugh. Now for the hard part. Amy was sorry. So, so sorry. She wished there was a way she could explain to Tanya that she was trying to protect her, to defend their friendship. She was so scared of being left behind, she forgot to count her blessings. And Tanya was at the top of that list of blessings. Okay, done. <laughs> Aha! Golden palm. You've gone above and beyond once again. Now, I'll just slip these pages under Naomi's door and wait for her to approach me. What are you doing? Finding a new way to sabotage me? Naomi, I didn't think you'd be up. I... Why? Because I'm such a lush that surely I would be too wrapped up in whatever loser I had staying with me to hear my alarm? No, it's just... Goodbye, Kate. See you never. And stop hanging around outside my room. It's creepy. I just... I wanted to drop off new pages of the book. Give them a read if you can. Oh, who am I kidding? She's not going to look at them. They'll be in the trash can before I make it down the hall. <sighs> Day two of Exile in Paradise. Here I come. The pool was a lot easier to navigate when someone was always saving me a seat. Oh no! Every, everybody, quick! Hide your passwords! That's not funny, David. Oh my god. Hi, Kate. Christian. <laughs> Seriously, you'll never guess mine. Don't even try. I said leave her alone. No, it's okay. Let him have his little fun. I'll just be on my way. 
Okay, fine. It's Mr. Beautiful123. You got me. What is wrong with you? Kate, wait up. Sorry about that. He took an improv class last year and now he thinks he's a comedian. He's a jerk is what he is. You're talking to me again. I'm not really a grudge-holding guy. And if you were sad enough to write some thinly-veiled fanfic and slide it under my door last night, well, then... You got my story? When I didn't hear from you, I was worried house-cleaning threw it away or something. The tale about a writer who was so focused on her career she missed getting to know the good guy at the resort? Yeah, I got it. Interesting. I thought you'd be... Impressed? Flattered? Listen, Kate, it's sweet and all, but I would have preferred an actual apology. You didn't even have the main character say she was sorry. Wasn't that communicated through her debilitating embarrassment? Embarrassment isn't the same as remorse. And also... What? Nothing. You have a horrible poker face. Like, really bad. Just say it. I need to hear whatever it is. You gave me three pages of a rewrite of reality, and your main character was still hung up on their writing partner. Even in your solo projects, the spotlight is on Naomi. You're obsessed with her. Ouch. You could have made us millionaire astronauts on the moon. You're literally making this up. And yet you still see Naomi as the connection between you and a successful career. You gotta move past this hang-up, or you're gonna be stuck in the waiting place forever. Did you just reference Dr. Seuss? Sometimes he's the only reference worth making. That's really cute. Actually... Adorable. Oh, so you'll resort to flattery in an attempt to win me back? Look, I'm sorry. I was embarrassed and frustrated and, instead of accepting any responsibility, I made you the problem in the moment. You are very good with words. Does that mean you accept? Mm. Really, I'm sorry, Christian. I've been feeling so crummy about everything that happened with you. You really got caught in the crosshairs of it all. I accept your apology. Tonight we celebrate! This is a huge win for us. Let's order lobster. And champagne. I love when we suddenly come into money. We deserve to always feel this way. Well, I wouldn't say all of a sudden. I worked hard for it. Wow. That sounds incredibly suspicious. It could only mean one thing. The influencer and her fraudster husband have scored big on another scam. Please, I'm over it. Really? But this news seems extra juicy. It's no fun if I can't report our findings back to Naomi. She's really not talking to you, huh? No. And worst of all, she was living it up. Did the spa day we planned. Was laughing at the tiki bar with Brad. I even saw her and David having a walk on the beach at sunset. Were you following her? No, but, I mean, maybe a little, just because I couldn't believe what I saw. How could I be devastated, and she's acting like it's the first day of spring break? Well, maybe she feels like she didn't do anything wrong. You were the one who violated her privacy, after all. Yeah, and I am mortified, I assure you, but... Ah, no buts. Naomi wasn't being honest with me, either. She kept telling me she was working on getting our books more attention, using her connections to help us, blah, blah, blah. She wasn't doing any of that. Yes, but... It's no excuse for criminal activity, I agree. But still worth noting. Hold on, what you did was a crime? Technically, yes. I think it counts as identity theft or 
fraud or something? Look at that. Kate the outlaw. Please don't glorify criminals. I think it sounds cute, that's all. I am a catfish. Yeah, but you're not a 53-year-old man named Todd Bowler from Tampa masquerading as a 22-year-old cheerleader named Brandy from Missouri. Look, the point is, what you did was bad, but I understand it. I might not have done it myself, but I see where you are coming from. Really? Yes, really. Now, if you'll excuse me, I've got to go defend my team's honor as the pickleball champions of the bachelor party. Oh. What? I was hoping we could... <sighs> I have an idea. Why don't you meet me for dinner, bungalow 3 at 6 p.m.? Whoa! You have dining reservations in the bungalow? I thought those were impossible to get. Well, Monica reserved it for me as a thank you for the landscaping advice I gave her. Oh, right. Monica. She's married, Kate. See you tonight. See you then. Hi. I'm here for a 6 p.m. reservation. Bungalow number three. Ah, yes. Your companion is already at your table. Follow me. These are our most popular dining reservations. For good reason. Here we are. Your waiter will be right with you. Thank you so much. Wow, Christian, this is incredible. What are you doing here? What are you doing here? Brad slipped a note under my door asking me to meet him here for dinner tonight. At least, I thought it was Brad. Christian set us up. So you didn't scare Loverboy away with your little outburst in the restaurant? My outburst? You're the one who called me a vile snake. Hello, ladies. A Sylvian Bluff from Italy and... I didn't order this. This is from Monica. She sends her gratitude. Who is Monica? I'll give you a few minutes to look over the menu. No reason to let perfectly good wine go to waste. You're staying? Yeah, like you said, no point in passing up apps and a beverage. Plus, my resort boyfriend scored this experience, so... Is that what you're calling him? I thought your nickname for him was Distraction. I read your pages this morning. And? You made it seem like Amy had a justifiable reason to do it. No, no. The point is that she felt justified. Not that she was. Oh, is that so? Look, Naomi, I'm sorry. Really, really sorry. I'd do anything to take it back. Well, you can't, so... You're not totally innocent yourself, you know. I beg your pardon? You led me to believe you were trying to get our stories more attention, using your newfound fame and all that. Remember, a rising tide lifts all boats? Yeah, I remember us cheersing and me reassuring you that one day soon, you'd be in a similar position. A rising tide does lift all boats, just maybe not as quickly as Kate would like. But don't you have anything to say about misleading me? If you had just given it to me straight, we wouldn't be here right now. Oh, so this is my fault. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just... <sighs> you weren't here to work on Rose Lane. And instead of telling me the truth, you deflected and misled. And it made me feel even more paranoid because I could feel something was wrong. But you were always there reassuring me that there wasn't. Now you're accusing me of gaslighting. You're unbelievable. Have you two had a chance to look at the menu? Ridiculous timing. I'm sorry. I'll check back in a few. Now you're rude to waitstaff? What's gotten into you? Oh, I don't know. How about the fact that my best friend tried to ruin my career? Look, I'm sorry if Rob dropped you as a client. Rob didn't drop me. He dropped you. He did? Of course. You tried to sabotage his biggest deal of the year. But then I dropped him. What? Why? 
because he dropped you. Oh, I don't understand. Stop, stop, you're under arrest. Holy crap. It's Fraudster. I didn't do anything. Let him go, he's innocent. And the influencer. They are criminals. What is happening? This is bonkers. Our character descriptions are never actually real. <gasps> They're handcuffing him. I demand to speak to my lawyer. I can't believe we were right. This feels like winning the lottery. We have to use this moment in a future book. You see us writing together again one day? We work well together. Most of the time. Naomi, I am so sorry. I know. And... I accept your apology. I'm sorry too. It's not that I was actively avoiding promoting our books. I wasn't, I've, I've just been distracted by my own success. And every time you brought it up, I, I felt guilty. And I knew I was going to eventually use my connections. So it didn't feel like I was totally lying. My intentions have always been to help us, even if I've been too wrapped up in my own world lately. I wish you had just told me the truth. Me too. Trust me. The past 24 hours have been punishment enough. I can't take it anymore. You've been gallivanting all over this resort. Maybe that's what it looks like on the outside, but I assure you I've been starving for some actual company. The spa kept telling me how sorry they were my partner died. That's what you told them? That I was dead? Anyway, I had to pray for your soul a few times. And at the end of the day, Brad's a dud. What happened? I found out he was having a flirtation with a new woman who just got here yesterday. What's that guy's problem? I'm not sure, but Christian really stood up for you last night. Really? Please just smooch him already. I will, tonight. I'm going for it, full throttle. That's not how someone describes a kiss. And I'm going to ask him on a real date for when we get back to New York. What's gotten into you? I'm ready to make some changes. Which brings me to, I decided to try my hand at writing my own novel. You don't want to work together anymore? I do, I do. But I just need a little time on my own. I want that experience, you know? Feels like you're breaking up with me. I'm not. I'd just like to put Rose Lane on hold for a bit. Is that okay? Yeah. This is going to be hard. What? You're the successful one. I need you. And that makes me feel too powerful. Oh boy. Maybe I need therapy. Maybe. Okay, I do need therapy. But at the end of the day, you're my favorite person to be dysfunctional with. I love us, flaws and all. What are you going to do with your lover boy? After dinner, I'm marching over to his room and planting a fat smooch on his lips. We've got to work on how you describe kissing. Snog his juicy pie hole? Kate! From Vogue, The Run-Through. A new weekly podcast featuring the most riveting news in fashion and culture. With Vogue's take on the big stories. Fashion in relation to sports, culture and politics. From the red carpets and runways to political and cultural events. Bringing you undertold stories from around the globe. With voices rarely accessible and uncommonly authentic. On this season of The Run-Through... 
Serena Williams, Michaela Cole, Mathieu Blasé, and more. The Run-Through with Vogue. I'm Chloe Mao. I'm Cho Minardi. Available now wherever you get your podcasts.